Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Hit the subscribe button. You'll be glad you did. Hey, by the way, today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. I This was supposed to be part of episode 200, the big extravaganza that is episode 200. But here's the problem. This is too good to mix it with anything else. This has to stand by itself. And, and also, here's the other problem. Uh, I'm putting it out early because it was supposed to go in episode 200. And I can't. I'm like, a, this is what happens. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the way I am when it comes to gifts. And I consider this episode a gift. You're welcome in advance before you listen to it all. When I buy a gift for my kids or my wife, I have to hide it from myself so I don't give it to the person too early. And that's what I'm doing right here, right now. As I sat down with Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans, I used to be their producer with Schlereth and Evans on 104.3 The Fan. So I traveled down to the fan radio station down in Greenwood Village. And this was supposed to be a, a quick little thing and then it just turned into so much more and i'm glad it did so let's jump right into it all right i'm sitting down with uh, mark schlereth and mike evans and the room has become very sexy i would have to say guys thanks for joining the podcast the huff uncensored mike you've never been a part of the podcast i've talked about you a lot stink actually joined the podcast this is early your, early in early on early, yeah, early what episode it was, this oh. is 200. What episode w- were you on? Oh, I don't know, but I was really nervous to interview you, Mark. You were? I, I was because it, you're Mark Schlereth, and yeah. I had worked with you forever, and I was just like really nervous. And you were I, nervous about talking to him? Yeah, which is funny because we have a great relationship. Right. Uh, well, I was nervous for you today because it's the first time you've been back in the building in a while, and I thought for sure you'd have to cancel with fake COVID. Um, because there's Fuck nobody you. that there's nobody that's missed more time with fake COVID than you did over. Was a today a period. feeling woozy Wednesday? I, yeah, woozy it, Wednesday. I was driving on I-25 and I'm like, oh god, well, I might have to pull over Thursday. Can you right. can you be honest with everybody? Squirting why, diarrhea why, Friday. Why were you so determined to get COVID? I wasn't determined yeah, to yeah, get you were, COVID. You were. The problem is I have jacked up sinuses, and what happened was. Sinus infections, the symptoms of sinus infections are very similar to COVID. And this place, yes, this place had this thing where like, if you are sick at all, you can't come in the building. So I was like, fine, fuck it. I'm sick. Can't come in. Dude, you would miss work with a hangnail. (laughs) You'd be like, ah, ah, ah. Well, ah, if it was ah, severe ah, enough, ah, yes. Okay. (laughs) Are you disappointed? Uh, Be honest. Come on, this is you've the never Huff actually been This is the Huff Uncensored. Are you disappointed that you've COVID. never had COVID? Do you feel COVID? like you've been left out? Yeah. <laughs> do you really? I, Come on. I do. Actually, it's one of those things where I kind of wish I would have just got it. I've been licking poles. Like, <laughs> trust me, I've been licking poles. Those yeah. guys, those well, guys are nice. Pretty but... much your whole life. You've always called it being sensitive and experimental, but. <laughs> It's good to be back. Yeah. Good to be back. Never you guys. Yeah, like, yeah, never yeah. Be back. This is like our conversations that we would have off air during the show when I would produce for you guys. And I, I gotta be honest, I felt like that that was part of your success was not not to say 
that like it's all me. But I'm just saying we were very relaxed and very locker room feel. And like we would goof around. Most of the time we wouldn't talk about sports in the break. It was just like, dude, I took the biggest shit this morning (laughs) or whatever. And then you'd be like, oh my God. And the next thing you know, you're talking about it. uh, Stink's talking about it. I I just think that the beauty, the beauty of of what we- Hey, Mark, talking to your microphone. Jesus. I thought- I thought the beauty of of really what we had more than anything else was just the raw, organic nature of, like, we never never really, like, wrote out or tried to create bits or create, hey, this is going to be a funny moment. Everything was spur of the moment, like, unplanned and be like, We'd be doing the show and, and Mike or I would get in the mic to you, you know, off off air and, and say, Scott, get ready to do da da da. Ask me this, you know, whatever. Or right. you jump in our ears and go, Hey, what I got something for you guys. And we'd like it, it would be completely unrehearsed. And sometimes it, and sometimes it wasn't for me to pop on the air. It was just like I'd give you guys a little bit of tit tidbit of info where you guys could comically go without me, be like, Hey, uh the miscellaneous thing and then you guys would say it and basically i was funny for you and you would take all the credit and i love the organic yes, stuff exactly. <laughs> right i love the organic <laughs> stuff because i think a lot of times people in our business they try to they try to organize they try to produce they try to plan these bits hey okay what i'm going to do here i'm going to say this and then you're going to say that and it just it just doesn't it, it feels forced right but I, what i loved about what we did and this is a credit to you, um, DeHuff, is that a lot of times we would just be able to say, hey, we need this voice or get this. And you'd be able to put it together fast on the fly. And that was that was a huge, huge talent of yours. And you know what I loved about the, about our group? We would sit down with sales. Like, they'd bring us in there. And it was almost like like being in the zoo. They'd be like, okay, monkeys, perform. Go. Be funny. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so... They would always like they would always send us, and we'd do these stupid bits or stupid videos that we'd create at the Super Bowl, or whatever. And they go, "Hey, we want to send you to the Super Bowl. You guys got to do that video stuff you guys always do. What's your plan?" And we'd be like, "You know, we don't got a plan. That's what makes it funny. Our, we never have a plan. Never. Our, our plan for videos was we, we might have a couple ideas, dude. I remember the last time we went to the Super Bowl in Miami, we had kind of mapped out some ideas." I don't know if we actually did those ideas or we ended up, I think we veered off and did other things. Because a lot of times, like you were saying, is you get there and you're like, oh, no, we need to do this. Uh, like you guys pretending to be naked on the beach. Right, right. right. That was just, I don't know how, who, which one of us thought of it. But I think a lot of times what we would do is like, I remember when we were in Minnesota, we're really, to be honest, where everything started as far as the video goes, because we did not want to go out into the cold weather right. of Minnesota. We're like, fuck this. Pl- Who wants to live in Minnesota, first of all? But anyway, it's cold as shit. But we're like, let's just stay in the hotel and dick around. So yes. we go and dick around. <laughs> and then that's where we came up with Mark interviewing Tom Brady, the bobblehead, which is funny. Yeah. If, if God, I don't, Do you still have that video, Mark? Because what's funny that if you post the video and you watch the video, it looks like stink. You're wearing a bathrobe. Right. That's just a towel, right? That I made look like a bathrobe. I folded it up so it right. looked like yeah. What's What's even better about that 
is behind the scenes. What people oh. don't see is Mike and I almost pee in our pants constantly because you kept doing different takes of, and your like nipple kept popping out. <laughs> Hi, you know, there's a couple <laughs> things that just as we reminisce, like me sitting in the room for like two hours. After I take it, I took a dump oh, and left the floater yes. in the toilet, waiting for Scott to come back in. Like I'm laying in bed. What like, else did you have going on though? Remember? Oh yeah, the, the remote control. The <laughs> he remote. put the remote control down his pants to make it look like he had an erection. That was so, funny. And just waiting, just like snickering. Mike is in his room. I'm in there because Scott and I shared a room. I just can't wait for him to come back and come in the bathroom. And go really, really, so, and then flush the toilet. What's funny about that is I was supposed to be like five minutes behind you. Yeah. And then as I'm walking through Mall of America, I get lost. And then Alfred Williams distracts me. Then uh -huh. I start talking to him. Next thing I know, my exit was compromised because they had military there was a big yeah. military presence yeah. at that one uh, which i loved but i tried to go one way long and short i end up like you said it took me over an hour right. which should have been five minutes so you were sitting there with a remote control in my underpants for <laughs> and a floater in the an, toilet for, for an hour yeah plus <laughs> so i plus. so i walk in the door and i look to my right because that's where stink and i's room was and he's just like, <laughs> like just hardly able to control himself. And he's like, hello, lover. <laughs> and then he's like, you got to go check the toilet. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. So I did it. Was we had so you know, people ask about those videos they're, they're, and they, they don't understand one, how the ideas come about. There's just, just. The, the most out of left field brainstorm ideas. And then people think, you know, oh, you guys must have put like a lot of rehearsal. No, we would do like one run through. Right. One run through and then go. Well, speaking of Minnesota, though, that the one that I, I get a lot of people, aside from the ribs thing, which we can talk about in a minute, but the, the spitting of the milk. Oh, God. Oh. That was funny because oh. it that we, did take a couple that, of that it was two takes. We couldn't we stop so laughing. Loud. What What's funny is I put that blooper. It's out there somewhere on social media. But I put that blooper of us because Mike, you were the camera guy. Yeah. I was supposed to be giving Mark while he was. I was tucking him in bed <laughs> uh, for the night. I was supposed to be giving him warm milk, and then the idea was I hand Mark the milk. He takes a drink and he spits it in my face, and he's like. This is 2%. 2%. I want a whole milk, right? Right, which is the ongoing joke right. with you. The whole milk. No, it was too hot. No, 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 no. no yours was too hot. Oh, mine yours was too hot. Yours that's right. That's right. Was too hot. My tea was too hot. Yeah, you, right. you threw yeah, the water. Threw the, people, right. the hot water on right, A right. lot of people think they're like, was it really that hot? Mike's a dick. <laughs> like, God, you guys, you're so stupid. No. Do you think I'm be like, hey, throw hot, scolding hot water <laughs> in my face, Mike? Yeah. It's got to be real. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. So Mark does this, and Mike's the camera guy, and it's debatable who, who started laughing Oof. first, but... <laughs> What happens is my job is to get spit in the face by the milk from Mark and just and just essentially say nothing. Nothing. And then you spit the, you spit in I my start face. Laughing. I you I, you crack a little bit, yeah. then once once there's that Ugh. that seepage of laughter, yeah. nobody can stop. Nobody. So then Mark just starts laughing. He's like, This is two percent. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> And, and it was, you know, what was funny about that when we were packing up to leave from the Super Bowl, 
But Scott and I are looking at the, and the light was just coming, like just getting through the window, and you could see the whole wall was nothing but milk. Like you could it see was. all the, like oh, the people need, that came in after that. You need a black light. If you had a black light oh, in there, wow. they was for something went people on that night. People, people are like, was there a porno shot in here? What the <laughs> hell? But oh. it was funny, and that was one of our. That's probably one of our biggest videos and that really catapulted and, and really forced the people yeah. here in this building to go, guys, you don't need to just drill X's and O's to people. People want to laugh. They want to be entertained. You're a hundred percent right. And that was, that was kind of the launching point of, you know, Scott producing a number one show. Hey, one of the stories I want to tell though, is that the next year in Miami, <laughs> we go to Miami and we're doing these videos on the beach, building sandcastles and stuff. Yeah, and I know it's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just tell tell most the of, audience. Most of all the videos worked, by the way. Right, they all worked. That we very right. rarely had a dud, except for one famous one. Right, what one? That your daughter? No, that well, that was not the that, that was after we did the videos as we were walking away. So we're walking away. Right, set the scenes because okay. So we're we're building these like building sandcastles, and uh, was was did I come and destroy the sandcastle? I know one where I just knocked you into the water, oh, right? Was... Yeah, which you did really launch me. And yeah, what's I gotta say this about Mark? A lot of people just think you're a, a bully, right? But like I agree to all these things, right. and it's and and you were very conscious. You're like, uh, I, dude, just I don't want to hurt you. Right. Just be. I'm gonna it's hit gonna you real. here. Right. But and I was like, yeah, it's fine. I'm, I landed in water. Right. It's, it's not a big deal. But yeah, you. We did like kind of a a day at the beach with Schlereth and Evans. Right. And and what we did was we had Kendall Valenzuela shooting everything. She overthought a lot of stuff. Let's be honest. Mm. Okay, she did. It kind of ruined us a little bit. But anyway, uh, classic. <laughs> anyway, but so we, we were getting these different like chunks of scenes that we could do, and then she was going to mix them together. And one of those was getting Mike building sandcastles right. and then you coming over and, and kicking it. Right, up. and destroying it. So we get done doing all this stuff. We had purchased, we had gone down to, you know, the thrift store or whatever and purchased all this sandcastle. Like Mike opened up his wallet for Right, yes. I mean, it was uh, several deal. buckets and shovels yeah. and all kinds of these, yeah. you know, fun little things like little, you know, stuff that uh, kids would love. So we're walking and we're like, hey, I should just give this to, like, we should give this to somebody. And that's like we're walking. The three of us are like shoulder to shoulder, and it's not being videotaped at the time. But we're shoulder to shoulder. Mike has all the sandcastle building equipment, and take it from there, Scott. Well, so Mike's like, "Oh, I'll just find somebody," and I'm like, "Okay." He's like, "That lady has a daughter," (laughs) and he goes, walks over to the lady. She's just sitting there on the beach town. There's like a little, probably six or seven year old little girl frolicking Mm -hmm. around right by the waves, and so. Proceed. <laughs> so Mike goes up to her and he's just like, "Hi, is that your daughter?" Yeah. <laughs> so now, what and you then, got? What you got to understand is we're all walking stride for stride, stride to stride, and and we're all like we're shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And as soon as Mike, it he opens his mouth and it's his creepiest voice ever. Hi, Scott is that and I, your daughter? With, right, without even with in it, in it, in cue in unison, was, without even without even talking to each other, we both took a step to the right and just walked it off. It was the most. Beautifully choreographed. Yeah. 
walk away. As soon as I said it, hey, he, that's, it came out like, hey, and we both, whoop, we just took off. Hey, is that your daughter? Is that your daughter? And you just, both of you, you're right. You didn't say a word. You both in perfect, just peeled off and left and, me alone. And this lady is like, I don't have kids. Please leave me alone. Like it, yeah. it was the funniest. And it was one of those, as soon as I said it, I went, oh, oh shit, that was not good. They <laughs> so were like, just leave them. Because we're, we're like bailing and I'm like, just he just needs to fucking leave it just somewhere. Leave him. Just go. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then what's, fun, <laughs> what, what's funny is the next morning we're on Radio Row. We're starting off the show and I remember we're talking off air and you go, let's not talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Cause I think I knew that it did not. It, it's, you it, sounded like a, like a little, I did sound a like perv. A, yes, yes. It was creepy. So then right. Great intentions, but it came across incredibly <laughs> right. creepy. So one of the greatest moments I think on the show was <laughs> the fact that you right before you're like, yeah, it's okay. We can do it. And like, then us, like a, right. a, a, like a, a tiger of, jumping on a right. pile like, of steak. Like the mature, like the mature adults that we are. We brought it up and, and, and sure enough, it, I don't know if you guys still have that drop, but like, oh, I, yeah. I'm sure it's in yeah. there, but like we would drop that in all the time. And, and it, as fucked up it is, as it is, when you think about the, 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 whatever you want to say with the perviness of the it, the perviness of it. <laughs> It just, uh, it's still funny. It is, and, and I think you can kind of look past people the reference it to this day. Yeah. Yeah. They should. The, Raj makes all these T-shirts. That should be a T-shirt. <laughs> hey, is that is your daughter? That your, hey, is that your daughter? That was. That I, would, would, I would actually that, purchase that. That, that would have oh a record right there. That, that, that would have been mm, a bestseller. Walking on the beach now with that, be like, hey, is that your daughter? We've got more coming up with Schlereth and Evans, but first, summer is here, and there's no better time to make your first bet with Superbook Sports. Along with its usual vast betting menu, Superbook already has a lineup for every pro football game this fall. Plus, when you make your first deposit on the Superbook app or sign up at Superbook.com, they're going to match 100% of your money up to $500. It's never too early to start thinking about football at Superbook Sports. So place your bet. Start winning today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Just like that, football season is here. Don't fight traffic and pay 40 bucks to park in the stadium. Get in a gear, you tree hunter! We have every game, every weekend on our 70 big screens. It's the Blake Street Tavern. Denver watches football. All right, let's jump right back into it. Schlereth and Evans, I'm sitting down with them at the 104.3 The Fan Studios. You know what people... <laughs> Because a lot of what people need to understand is what makes it work is you got to have people who are absolutely not afraid to laugh at themselves. And one thing that I love working with Stink, and, and you'll remember this conversation, Scott, um, is is that when we first found out that Mark was going to be joining our mm-hmm. morning show, mm-hmm. swear to God, I had this conversation with the Huff on the phone. I'm like, because all I knew was Mark. You, you also had a, a face-to-face conversation with me, and you're very serious about right, it. Right, because all I knew was Mark from the time that he would come on and do guest hits with us, very analytical, mm-hmm. X's and O's, and plus watching him on TV all those years as a as an analyst, and you were always very, you know, buttoned down. Serious. Serious, yeah. right? <laughs> and I am not kidding you. I said to Scott the Huff in all seriousness, wow, Stink's joining the show. I, I mean, he's great and everything, but... Are we gonna have any fun? 
Mm-hmm. I was worried, literally worried, and I look back on that now, like, and, and you, I was worried that we were going to have any laughs. Right, and Mike, all seriousness in his face, he looks at me and he's just like, you keep doing what you do, okay? <laughs> we don't need this stiff TV guy coming in and dragging down our comedy and our entertainment. Right, right. I thought we were going to have to do comedy the, now around what, what you. Was your, what was your, because we knew each other, but we didn't know each other well, so what was your thought process when uh, you found out that I was going to join the morning show. I didn't really know what Mike was talking about because in, in all honesty, my relationship with you was very limited, mm-hmm. but I do remember kind of interacting with you once in, in New Orleans. It was, I think, yeah, it was New Orleans. I, I ran into you, you were getting into Radio Row and I remember, which by the way, major flex for Mark Schlereth. He didn't have a, a credential to get on Radio Row mm-hmm. and you just, Sweet talked the security oh, guy, and, and, and the guy's like, "Ah, you're Mark Schlereth. Yeah. Get in there, yeah, you're, good. you're good. You're good. Just go ahead." Yeah, but, but like, I never really had this impression that you were overly stiff. But that being said, I'm I'm listening. You weren't expecting that, though. No, no, God, got. no. But like, I knew I knew of you, but I I was like, okay, Mike is a lot more knowledgeable in this situation than I am. So I'm like, okay, I'm a little nervous. And fuck this cunt, otherwise known as Mark Schlereth, that's coming in here and going to stifle our creativity? No way. And so I was, and then you, then I had a, I had a conversation with you and you were very polite on the phone. You're like, hey, by the way, you're, you, I remember you saying, you're like, hey, Duff, I'm a fan of you. Okay. I, I appreciate what you bring to the mm-hmm. table. And I'm like, well, first of all, thanks. You're getting into these panties with that right. sweet talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I was like, okay, and then I don't even know when it just finally the light went on, oh, and like, we're just it was like, like, holy first show. shit, who's it this guy? First, yeah, no, it was first show. We're like, ooh, this is. It, you know, I know this little, is great. Little did I know I'm going to be working with the world's largest overgrown child, right. right? And it and and it worked. It was fun. I I the one thing that I the question I get all the time now that I'm separated from the fan and I'm doing the podcast is people are like, do you miss it? And I always say the one thing I say, it's like, I I miss the show. I miss working with Mike and stink. That's it to be honest. And, uh, if I ever came back, it would be only for you guys. Cause there had been some whispers and I was just like, no, fuck it. I'm not working with any other show, not doing anything else. I was like, because we, I feel like we had a good, just chemistry and we understood each other's uh humor and like we've said before there'd be times where you could just drop a hint of where we want to go and we just go and you and i were talking the other day about where even if we somewhat planned a bit or uh, some sort of comedy routine right if we screwed it up it still we still made it work and like you were saying, Mike, it's okay to laugh at yourself. And I think we all appreciate that where we can all look at you talking about breaking my ribs. Like you, the video, it's like, I think it's still funny when you, you right. will tweet at me every now and then and you say, or, you know, I'll break, yeah, I'll uh, just say, hey, watch yourself. I'll break your ribs, you know, right. or whatever. And I don't care. It's funny. And it's just, it, I laugh at the whole thing or just like when, when I would do a bit on the air and I screw up a voice 
And you would even call it out, be like, you oh, you you went in from starting with Connery, then you were like Irish to Huff, and then I don't know what you ended with. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, and that's fine. Right. It's okay. And I think there's way too many uh, uh, radio shows who just take themselves right. You too can't do it. Serious. You can't. Every one of us, each one of us, has played the foil. Each one of us has been the gag of the joke, and 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 we welcome it. It's like, go ahead, do it, and and that's what makes it work. Can can because I was a first. I had first. Front row seats to it. What happened with the uh, the busted ribs? Oh, that well, story is awesome. I mean, first I mean, you off, saw it. Everybody saw it, but understand what we were trying to do. Still, the there. most popular video that this this place the fan has ever put out on social media. Correct. Oh, I'm I'm sure. And and so when <laughs> Scott and I were talking about it, <laughs> you know, yeah, we were talking about it. Like this is this is a wrestling move. I bet you my senior year, I pinned. I don't know how many matches I like. 25, 30, whatever I had, I bet you I pinned, like, of those of those matches, I, I pinned 75% of the guys I wrestled, and I bet you off that move. So, because wow. the state wrestling championships were going on right. here in Denver, and so we kind of right. talked a little bit about it, and Mark was a state champion in wrestling in Alaska, and you talked about how you had your signature move. Yeah, I, we decided this, to... I was not a good wrestler. I mean, I'll just tell you right now, I was, a good, I was really good on my feet, takedowns, and you couldn't get you couldn't keep me on the mat. I, I would be up in two seconds. And there's just no way you could keep me down on a mat. So you couldn't get any riding time. You couldn't put so that's that's what I did. That's who I was. And I knew my strengths and I played to those strengths. But I had this move called a lateral drop. And like I said, I pinned probably seventy five percent of the guys I wrestled in the lateral drop. So I'm telling Scott, here's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna tie up. I'm gonna Because we wanted to do a video to show right, it off. Right. You- to show to show what the wrestling thing is. And so we're in the, the room here. First off, the floor is, we, uh, th- there's no padding underneath the carpet, and it's poured concrete. We didn't even, I didn't even think about that. For whatever reason, that didn't even cross my mind. I didn't either, because you don't ever touch it. You're on your feet. You know, you've got shoes on in the building. So I never right. really felt like, I didn't realize how hard the floor was. And so as we're going like through it. Like that would have changed the way you right. approached it. But as we're going Bullshit. through it, I was telling Scott, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And we walked through kind of how it was going to work. And in the midst of when we're filming live, I'm like, this is going to look faulty unless I just really throw the move. He he whispered that in my ear right, right. before it. Right. I'm they like, said, actually, like, he's like, hey, man, I'm going to fuck you up. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm like, going. No. I, I'm like, I'm going to throw this move really quickly. Bam, it'll, we'll, it'll be over in, in a heartbeat. Now I'm going to go right from the lateral drop to the Saturday night ride. <laughs> so I throw it. I push, push, push. He pushes back on me. Wow! I hit him with it. And as soon as we fall on the ground, first, I just sprained the crap out of my wrist because he fell on my wrist. And that's what broke. You could hear it. <laughs> the yeah, two it was ribs. Like a pop. Like a right. Pop. Yeah. And I fell on my hip because my hip is the first thing to hit. And I, so I was like, I literally had like a hip pointer, bruised hip. My wrist was sore for weeks and both of the Huff's ribs were broken. And so I jump on him and get the Saturday night ride in and everybody's laughing and you're in the background going, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> and Scott's face oh is, my I God. couldn't breathe. No, he's, it's it, 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 so red. It turned so red. It's so red. Like a freaking cherry. And, and all our bosses, all our bosses are there and they're howling. Until Scott's face turns fire engine red, and then they're like, "Don't ever speak of this video again." Like, <laughs> this is like, an HR nightmare. 
Yeah. So we all got called into HR. You, we all got, they were so worried about some type of lawsuit from Scott. Right. And I'm like, I guys, I agreed to this. Now, did I, did I think that I was going to get a broken rib? No. But it was one of those but, things where it's. But here's the crazy thing. Like, that's the most popular video this place has ever done. We we posted it once, and then they they put mm-hmm. they put the kibosh. They go, don't talk about it, don't retweet it, don't t- let's let this thing die. It didn't. It wasn't even up for twenty four hours no. when they told us that. Right. It just. I mean, we had to take it down. Da da da. And it it, it has found its a life of its own. It is the, the noise funniest. that you made when you hit the ground. Mm-hmm. It was like your 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 soul leaving your body. It did. It did. It was just, there was just this combination of whoosh and ah uh, together. <laughs> uh, you, you did sound like Fatty McGee a little bit. <laughs> oh, and, and then all I noticed was, cause all I saw was the pin. And then all I saw was the top of your head. And it just, like Mark said, fire engine red. I went, Ooh, that doesn't look good. <laughs> Guys, I went on, I went on, I literally went on national TV shows and national radio shows to talk about the experience. Oh, like, really? I have, oh, yeah. They're That's like awesome. showing the video on ESPN. <laughs> Borod producer gets nearly gets killed. killed. By right. They're like, what is going on in your guys' radio? Or your guys' radio? I was on in every Bonneville station. I mean, it was it was like it was it was big. What What's funny about it is. So we do that. I'd never experienced broken ribs. And that's, I don't understand people that can exist when they have like fully, because mine were fractured. They weren't like full on snapped in half and all this. Like there's people that like they get all their ribs busted. And I don't know how they exist with that because that's painful. So, but that was very painful. And then I was scheduled to do a video shoot with Kendall at nine o'clock. We did that. Or at like say ten o'clock or something. Up like at Red Rocks and stuff. So I had to run Red Rocks with broken ribs, and still just the trauma of it of being attacked by a giant man, and slammed to the ground. And then I had to. I was in front of Casa Bonita doing push-ups with her on my back because we were making fun of the combine. Is right. what it was, and we were doing our our Colorado combine is is what we were doing. Then I went to the zoo, of course. Uh, uh, I, yes. was, I was welcomed with open arms. Yes, and, and then I did that thing where they jump to see how far you can jump compared to other animals. And then you called me, and you're like, "Dude, how are you doing?" Right. And I was like, "Dude, it fucking well, hurts." Right. <laughs> the, the reason I called is uh, one, I was concerned, but two. We had a little pool on at what point you would check yourself into the hospital. So, I, I mean, there's part of it's concern, but part of it is like, I wanted to make sure. I want to win the pool. I want to win the pool. And so, I'm yeah. going to egg you on. Maybe you should get that checked out. <laughs> well, it's funny because, yeah, you're calling me and making fun of me, and I can hear your wife in the background going, what a pussy. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, oh, she doesn't, she didn't say that, but she probably thought it. Yeah, but, she knew she was like she had the under on uh, what time you're gonna head to the hospital. Did she go? I guarantee you, he'll be in the hospital at some point. Well, and the thing is, like, I'd never broken my ribs, so I didn't. Ri- my thing was, what if, what if it's like really snapped and it's gonna like? How stupid would I feel dying because mm. I you weren't gonna die? Lot. I didn't know that, Mike. Uh. I don't Jeez. know the. I'm not a doctor. What yeah. a, I would have. Well, you're practically a doctor <laughs> as much time as you spend in urgent care. 
I got an honorary and PhD. And then you sent that photo out that night. It was like, there you were. I was in. in I did a video yes. from the, the, the hospital bed. Uh-huh. And like Rex Chapman even uh, reached out to me. He's like, Bo- bro, I hope you're okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, this yeah. is bigger than I thought. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I was all over the nation. Like, uh, they were like, hey, if he doesn't like your opinion, he'll break your ribs. Mark Schlereth joined the program. <laughs> right. He's going to be wanted for murder soon, depending on how the recovery goes. Oh, it was, it was no, good. And it's, it's funny. And what's funny is I still get people that get mad about that. And they're like, he shouldn't have done that. I'm like, guys, you forget I agreed to it. Right. So it's fine. Yeah, hindsight but, being 2020, sorry you broke your ribs. <laughs> But, but it's a good video. It was a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing. I will say really fast, you are one of the great uh, physical comedic producers of all time. Because when you think about the abuse, you, you were, you've been body slammed by Mark. Joel Clatt, when he used to work here, we did a scene where he came in, and you're in this chair you're sitting in right now, where he comes in, he's, he was doing a play on the Dikembe Mutombo, uh, not in my house, oh. yeah. and he came in and he slapped you, and it was a Full on, this wasn't a fake slap. He got right. you square. And what's funny about Joel, a lot of people don't realize this. If you ever meet Joel Klatt, tell him, DeHuff says, show me your gigantic thumb. And he has like an extra long thumb. And it's it's disgusting looking. And he hit me with full force with that giant thing. And <laughs> and what we cut out of the video, I, was, I think I did, is I called him a fucking dick. <laughs> Because I wasn't expecting him to hit me that hard, <laughs> but but then also uh, then you shoving me into the water, yeah. yeah. It, it's like I don't mind that stuff, but I also forget that I'm not like 18 anymore, <laughs> and I shouldn't be doing this stuff. But honestly, it goes back to what we were originally talking about. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to put yourself out there and be vulnerable. But Hey guys, I really appreciate you taking the time joining the podcast. Uh, I learned a lot from you guys. Uh, episode three hundred. I expect you guys to be on it as well, Mike. Next time, wear nipple tassels. Okay, that's all I ask. Please. Uh, thank you, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Man. We good. miss you. good stuff. Yes, I we miss you. We miss you. I miss you terribly. Missed your huh? musk. When are we going to do that podcast about having sex with a ghost? Would you have sex with a ghost? Sure. Right here, right now. Yeah. Why? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Why would you? By the way, do you know? I just think Go- it'd be hot. Do you know in the movie <laughs> Ghostbusters when Dan Aykroyd, they have that scene where yeah, he, the, that's based on a real event that happened to him, but it wasn't that extreme. He was staying in a hotel. Dan Aykroyd was, and he felt the presence, a, a male presence, oh, snuggling up next to him. Right. And, and he just—that's where he got the idea that, for that. That may be where I draw the line, <laughs> unless of course it's Patrick Swayze. Oh yeah, but not. see, that's the thing—you don't know what you're getting, right, Mike? Well, as long as I know it's a female ghost. What if it's a female demon? You're like, ah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that's, a, that's a podcast for another day. <laughs> yeah, for another right. time. Right. Coming up in the future on Duff Uncensored, Mike Evans, Sex with a Ghost. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. See ya. All right, there you go. That was Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans of 104.3 The Fan. My former co-workers, I used to produce their show, in case you didn't catch that, but I used to be their producer for Schlereth and Evans. 
And now I'm doing my own thing, and they're still kicking butt, taking names. But it was great to catch up with them over at the fan studios. And trust me, it, it, it was awesome. I, I, I really enjoyed myself. There's a lot of stories that we didn't even get into, like me sharing a bathtub with Mark Schlereth. We'll get into that at another time. Maybe I'll have the guys on again. That was a lot of fun, a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. And like I said, I wasn't going into that interview thinking it was going to be that long. But man, it was just like old times. We just couldn't stop just having a good time. So, hey, if you can share this podcast with as many people as you can, uh, that that helps me out. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. Thanks so much to Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans. Check them out on 104.3 The Fan. They're on weekdays from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Great bunch of guys, forever my my friends. It, it was just a lot of a lot of good times there. So thank you guys for joining the podcast and thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports, Blake Street Tavern, and of course Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. Don't forget, let's let's hopefully this episode put a smile on your face. So try to have a great day. Uh, let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.